I'm Billy Buttery, and this is Food is Culture, a podcast. This is my first staple episode, and on these episodes, I will talk about a staple in my pantry, something I can't live without and something that comes out in my kitchen often, and maybe a little history about it. I've been toying with the idea of these staple episodes for a while. In an earlier episode with Cece and last week with Sakura, we talked about ethnic pantry staples and how they can be used in so many dishes. I hope these episodes will inspire you to reach to the back of your cupboards and explore new dishes in which to add some unlikely spices and ingredients. First, I want to tell you a funny story about pantries. So, I've never been the best speller, and sometimes I misspell, and frankly, hardly ever proofread. Much to the dismay of my Virgo besties, there's a couple of you, and I love you guys, but you must accept my Gemini ways. P.S. It's my birthday month. (laughs) Back to the pantry story. I will start the story by saying I love a well-stocked pantry and try to buy in bulk, which lends itself to decanting items in glass jars. So... We moved when my son was a toddler and at the time wasn't the best sleeper. I was also newly pregnant and although exhausted, wasn't sleeping great myself. I'm usually a pretty good mover and was in charge of packing and labeling the boxes. Moving day was crazy and although I had thought I had labeled the boxes pretty well, I was asked a lot which boxes went where. And at the end of the moving day, my husband and the movers were having a laugh. So I sort of joined in and thanked them for a job well done. Well, (laughs) they were having a laugh at me because there had been a number of large, heavy boxes labeled panty food and panty fragile. (laughs) Oh, well, pantry or panty drawers, both best left stocked. Today's staple item is garlic powder. No relation to panties. I couldn't find too much on the origins of garlic powder per se. Most searches resulted in the history of garlic, but to me, they are totally different ingredients. I chose garlic powder as my first staple ingredient because it is an all-star in my kitchen. Bolognese missing a little something, garlic powder. Pork mushu missing some depth, garlic powder. Bean salad needs some pizzazz, garlic powder. Guacamole a tad bland, garlic powder. What is garlic powder? It is made from garlic that has been dehydrated and ground into a fine powder. You can get slightly variations on this. I prefer garlic powder when it's a tad granular. That way it doesn't clump together and I find it disperses better in dishes. You can get it in larger pieces. It's also available pre-roasted for a slightly different flavor. I've also purchased garlic salt that is meant to be cooked as the garlic lends itself to more of the raw flavor side. Garlic itself has a prominent space in my kitchen and cooking, but when I need that je ne sais quoi in a salad or to finish off a soup, sauce, or stir-fry, I am reaching for garlic powder. My husband loves to mix it into his scrambled eggs. There's really no savory dish that garlic powder isn't welcome. Nine times out of ten, when a recipe is missing a little something, a little umami deliciousness, it's 100% garlic powder. And unlike raw garlic, you can toss it right in at the end to finish off a dish. Sitting here, I don't know if I can think of one of my sort of rotation regular recipes that doesn't have garlic powder in it. Hence why this is the first staple episode. Is there an ingredient you can't live without? An ingredient that tends to make itself into every meal? Let me know. My email is in the show notes and I will be adding recipes to my blog, billybuttery.com. I mentioned earlier May is my birthday month. Overall, May is busy. This weekend is Mother's Day, and then it's my husband's birthday, followed by my birthday, and a bunch of birthdays in between. Actually, I know five people that share my exact birth date. Isn't that wild? People just get busy late August and September long weekend, apparently. Any Mother's Day plans? 
Depending on where in the world you are, you may be celebrating or may have already celebrated. Cheers to mothers and mother figures everywhere. May your day be beautiful, your morning cuppa enjoyed hot, and your heart full. I will be celebrating with my children and husband, and I have simple requests on Mother's Day to sleep in. (laughs) And when I awake, to be greeted with hot coffee, Lucky Charms, and chocolate pancakes. Chocolate pancakes being a specialty of my husband's. Lucky Charms being my own guilty pleasure, I will probably have to fight off my kids to not eat all of the marshmallows right from my own bowl. But, you know, that's motherhood. I want to say something about restaurants on Mother's Day. If a woman's children are under the age of 10, uh, maybe 8, <laughs> she does not want to go out to eat with them at a restaurant on Mother's Day. You may as well brunch her in the face. That is not relaxing. A busy cram restaurant where everyone is a little dressed up and she's probably in heels and worse yet, it's probably a buffet and the kids only want her to get up with them every 7 minutes to get more food. Ugh, no, please stop suggesting that. <laughs> If you are listening to this post-Mother's Day, please make a note for next year. And hopefully by then, restaurants will be opened and mothers everywhere will have normalized spending the day however they see fit. Anywho, that was fun. Catch you next week. Super excited about next week's guest. As always, we have a great chat and I can't wait for you to listen. And if you don't have garlic powder in your cart at your next grocery shop, please toss it in and head over to my blog and check out recipes. P.S. Garlic powder is probably made local to where you are. So shop local. Chin chin.